If you have ED, Peak Performance for Men has the solution you've been waiting for. Get six treatments free with qualifying treatment protocol enrollment. Call Columbus's only trusted, focused linear compression therapy provider today at 614-739-8181. That's 614-739-8181. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 39 of the Michiana People podcast. Thank you for tuning in. In this episode, Ed Marshall, a wonderful vintage photographer from southwest Michigan, stopped by the studio. We talked about how he got his start in photography and his art installation just two years into it. We also talked about his writing and a lot of information technology talk because that's the business we're both in for our real jobs. It was a great talk. I am glad to have finally been able to sit down and talk to him. We've uh, chatted on different social media platforms for the last few months and it was a great, great talk uh, talking to Ed. Uh, I wanted to give you a heads up about the holiday season and the podcast. I am at a point where it's a little difficult to get guests in because they are getting ready to do holiday stuff, family stuff, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all that. And I'm also a little short on time myself. So I've got episodes ready to go for the next couple weeks, and we'll probably have a couple more to pop in there, but uh, I don't think I can commit to putting out a weekly new episode. So I've, I've got some ideas. I think I'm going to rerun a couple podcasts I really like. Uh, I almost so, also may put a podcast out about uh, that just uh, focuses on the music that uh, different folks have played for me during the first few months of the podcast and there will be podcasts out i may do a monologue whatever but i may miss a week or two just giving you a heads up if you're looking for one i will also via social media let you know if there's not one coming out and if i decide to i will at least uh re-upload a couple episodes during the off weeks but it's just kind of tough for everybody to fit things like this into their schedule i'm going to try but i can't commit to anything mapletronics is a sponsor and i work there how long could your business operate if you could no longer use your software or connect to the internet how much of your business data can you afford to lose what level of productivity do your computer users need to maintain to stay profitable If you'd like to talk to me about your computer network and know where you stand, you can call me at 574-537-5838 or email me at scurtis at mapletronics.com. There's no charge for my consultation or network evaluation. Give it a shot. If you're a business owner or in business development, you might have noticed how much harder it is becoming to get people's attention. As technology improves, the ability for consumers to choose when, where, and how they are exposed to a business's advertising or messaging improves too. Vala Marketing takes an interactive approach to getting and keeping attention using things like great social media, mobile-friendly websites and applications, search engine optimization, and original content creation. Vala can manage your entire digital marketing efforts on a monthly basis. If you're having trouble keeping up, would like to grow, or just need to figure out how to get people in the door or on your website, Vala Marketing would like to speak with you. 
give them a call at 574-606-6696 to set up a free consultation or a free audit of your digital marketing efforts. And if you'd like to see, see their work, check out Vala Marketing on Facebook, V-A-L-A Marketing on Facebook, and you can see some of the cool stuff they put out. They're already working for people you know, so you might as well get them working for you. So here comes Ed Marshall. It was a great conversation, and I think we'll probably have further conversations with Ed. I really like the guy. So I hope you enjoy this as much as I enjoyed the interview. Have fun. Ed, thanks for coming over. My pleasure. It's really nice to meet you. Yeah. So as we were talking before we got started, I got super intrigued by you on Instagram, uh, of all places, uh, Rusty Truck Photography. Um, and I I was intrigued because my grandpa on my mom's side worked at Studebaker for, oh. I, I think, about 40 years. Wow. Um, he was there a long time. And so I, I've i got that Studebaker blood, blood in me. And so I just watched your stuff and I like your posts and stuff like that. Then we started chatting a little bit. And I have to say, I was expecting a much older gentleman. <laughs> I mean, your your stuff looks like it comes from somebody my age or older. And I think you told me you're 28 years right, old. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yep. So, so, so tell me about tell me about you. I know you. I know you live in uh, Southwest Michigan. Yeah. And you work in IT. What makes you such an old soul? <laughs> well, I guess I'm not quite sure. I mean, it just kind of. I guess maybe I've always been that way. I mean, when I started out in high school, uh, I went to Decatur High School in, uh-huh. in Decatur, Michigan. Okay. Small town, you know, one stoplight. Mm-hmm. Um, so in high school, I started working with a tech director because I was good at computers. Uh-huh. And, you know, I just worked a little bit with the teachers here and there, helping them out. Right. And then he, I don't know, caught wind of this one day and we started talking and he actually hired me while I was still in high school. Mm-hmm. So over the next four years, we worked together. You know, I thought this is going to be my career. This is going to be what I'm going to do for the next, you know, however many years uh-huh. until I retire, you know, which was IT. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably, well, yeah, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll fill you in on the, on the other story here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was in 2014, I think it was, when... Um, I bought a digital camera. Okay. And my dad and I, Tom, went to the Argos junkyard down in Argos, Indiana. Oh, yeah. Um, we went there, and we started just poking around. But I just happened to have my camera just, you know, just to, I don't know why. I just had it with me. Uh-huh. And I saw this this old truck sitting there, this old Chevrolet 3100. Uh-huh. And just sitting there, and I thought, that, that's pretty slick. And I just started taking pictures, and then we'd see a few more old ones. And I started taking those pictures. And I was just, ever since that day, that's been kind of my... The thing that said, "Hey, uh-huh. check this out. <laughs> Follow yeah. this wherever it's going." And that's, yeah. you know, so that's kind of our yearly thing we do. We go down to Argos and uh-huh. visit a couple times a year the junkyard. And there's one in Madawan, Michigan. We go to, uh-huh. and you know, ever since that day, um, anything I see along the road, the old trucks sitting there at some farmhouse or uh-huh. you know wherever the case may be, I just hey wait, there's an old truck. I got to snap that. Yeah, so. You know, there's there's that part of it where I'm just kind of intrigued into all of that vintage, right? You know, classic stuff. I mean, from the pictures I take that are vintage to the music I like that's vintage, classic rock, oldies. Uh-huh. You know, Frank Sinatra, the Beach Boys, whatever oh, yeah. the case might be. Uh-huh. I mean, um, I don't know. Just just always kind of 
was a part of me. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't know, over the past couple of years, I've started to, I guess, explore the right side of my brain where it's the creative. Right. And, right. You know, and I started writing and, and, you know, um, trying to write a novel right now and uh -huh. get that going. And I started dabbling in, you know, short story stuff and poetry and songwriting. Uh -huh. and, and I, you know, all this stuff was just been there the whole time, I guess. I just never, you know, I never really paused to look at it for uh -huh. until over the past few years. So. Yeah. Isn't that fun though? Yeah. It's, it, 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 it fulfill, it, it's fulfilling. Yeah. And I've watched, I, I've been following you on Instagram for probably about a year and I I pay a little bit of attention to how many followers people have, and yours just gets bigger every day. I mean, <laughs> uh, there's obviously there's obviously a want for that, and uh, on your writer page is the same thing. And I have to mention that you kind of drive what you what you photograph. What what year Chevy truck is that that you're driving? 1971. Okay. Yep. It's all That's original. a beauty. Yeah. yeah. All original. I actually bought it down in Mishawaka. It was in okay. 2010 uh, from the second owner. And, mm -hmm. You know, it's just one of those things. Uh, I saw it on Craigslist and my dad had a similar one and I thought, now that would be sweet. And I went down yeah. there and picked it up and the rest is history. Uh -huh. I tell you what, you got something that's uh, you can work on. Yeah. First of all, it, it's uh, it, it's got one of those engines that doesn't have any any computer or anything that you have to worry right. about. You can you can change out a spark plug and put a new carb in and all that kind of stuff yeah. without uh, <laughs> without having to take it to a shop. So that's cool. I, I, it was really neat when you pulled that up. I, that that was excellent. It's funny you talk about Argus because I I grew up in a little town with no stoplights at the oh. time, Lakeville, which is oh, yeah. which is a little north of Argus. So um, they've got a stoplight now. So, <laughs> but they've also got a bypass that goes right through. You can see my the the home I grew up in from oh, the bypass cool. now. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It goes right through the cornfield. We used to run through the rows in. So, <laughs> so that's, that's interesting. Growing up, up in Michigan, tell, tell me about what it was like growing up where you were in the small town and how, how that plays in your life now. Um, well, most of the time I spent it at my grandma and grandpa's house. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, cause they lived on 20 acres out in the woods, out in the country. Uh -huh. Just, um, well, they called it Glenwood, but it was south of, or let's see, kind of like east of Dwajak, mm -hmm. you know, on the Decatur line. Right. So, I mean, most of my life I spent out there and just that country air and that, that small town feeling. I mean, it's yeah. just always been a, a, a really what I like. I uh -huh. like to be out in the country. I like to just... You know, go down some old dirt road and just think for a while and drive yeah. for a while and just, <laughs> you know, I've worked in the in the larger cities like Kalamazoo. I worked for a little bit while, and, mm -hmm. and you know, once you kind of experience other towns, I mean, there's just really no place like home where you have right. that, you know, that that take the dirt road home kind of a feeling. Uh -huh. You know, you just, you know, so it's I don't know, it's just always something that I uh, value and just adore that mm -hmm. just that rural feeling. I guess right, you right. Say. I'm, I'm, um, like 50, 50. I love cities, uh, yeah. because there, there's a, um, such a variety of things going on oh, yeah. at any time. Yeah. And you run in, you run to the most interesting people. You see a lot of really cool businesses and small businesses and stuff like that. But I grew up a country boy too. And there's nothing better. It, it was really neat because where I grew up in Lakeville, 
we had a creek and in our backyard and you go across that creek and there's a woods there and in the woods was pretty much a junkyard that was kind of a dumping station for a salvage place that was actually on us 31 and they mm-hmm. came back and dumped their stuff and it was really cool because you could go there and find like the old cone top beer cans and <laughs> that's cool dig around and all, all the stuff that you tell kids not to do today because everything's rusty and everything's dirty. But we just, you, they had refrigerators and with the doors still on them and, and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And we made forts and all that. It, it was, it was the, it was just the coolest. But yeah, I really like, I really like getting out in the country, the fresh air. Mm-hmm. And then I really like going to the city too. Yeah. It's, it's there's, I, I'm torn between those things, but, uh, yeah. it's nice. It's kind of nice to live in Mishawaka because you you can do both. And like I told you, I end up in Michigan more weekends than not. Right. Because it's so funny when you're when you're taking the bypass up into Michigan, it just the, the whole scenery changes. Yeah. There's more trees, there's more hills. It's just it just becomes a more beautiful place. Yeah. And and you know, my wife and I were always looking for new trails to hike and new places, new places to go. And yeah. um I told you about Grand Mirror. When we first started going to Grand Mirror several years ago, getting when you got onto the beach, you have to go over three huge sand dunes to get to it, unless you know the secret place, which we know <laughs> the secret place now. There would be maybe on a really good day 10 other people on that beach. Um, and it's about the, the trail or the, the beach walk we do. We walk all the way to cook from, from there. So it's about a little over five miles round trip. Seeing 10 people, that's that much. <laughs> um, but now it's gotten a little bit more popular because more people found the secret place. Mm, and then right. we got boats parking and stuff like that. So now you go there and maybe you'll see. 50 or 60 people, which still isn't much for that, that much land. Yeah. <laughs> but we just, we just walk out and look for beach glass and it, that's, that's my therapy. So yeah. <laughs> it really works. So how long you, you say in 2014, you started, started the, the truck, truck photography, yeah. right? Yeah. So you've been doing that for about two years and you've already got an, uh, an art installation in Buchanan. Correct. So tell, tell me about that because it's still, it's still there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It'll be there until November 27th. Okay. Um, I reached out to them. It was in, let's see, September, maybe August of, um, 2015. Mm-hmm. Just saying, cause I, w- I had these pictures and I thought, well, I'm just going to see, you know, see what I can do around mm-hmm. the area. Try to get them out there. Just, you know, hang them up somewhere. So I emailed the Buchanan art center one day. And I didn't hear anything back for another couple of days. And then I got a phone call, mm-hmm. and they said, "Hey, we want we this is the Buchanan Art Center. We want to meet you, and uh-huh. and uh, we're having a meeting next Friday and morning." And I thought, "Oh, okay." So I thought, "What, what, what what's this about?" Uh-huh. <laughs> so you know, I brought my pictures, and there was a table of about you know uh, eight or ten members sitting there, and I'm you know large groups, and I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, uh-huh. what's going on? Yeah, and then, but but it actually was fine, and you know they really like my pictures, and they uh-huh. said, okay, well we'll um, we want to put them in here in October. Uh-huh. Um, 
you know, and there was a year late waiting list. Uh-huh. So it was October of, of this year. Right. And I thought, okay, well, this will be interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed me the room that where they wanted to hang the photos and everything. And, mm-hmm. and uh, actually, it, kick, it kicked off last month. Um, so, I mean, there's a good portion of my work hanging on the walls uh-huh. and, and for sale in the, uh, in the room there. And there was a big um, reception mm-hmm. um, in October. And it was, it was, I was, it was kind of, uh, you know, when it started happening, I thought, huh, this is really something going on here. Yeah. It's actually happening. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh boy. <laughs> so it was, it was nervous, but exciting at the same time. Right. Right. So, you know, I, I was pretty tickled with it. Yeah. And, I was tickled when you announced it. Yeah. It, it was, it, it was really neat. Yeah. I was very excited for you. Yeah. And I, I, I haven't been up there to see it yet, but I've seen the, the picture of your installation there, and it's just really, it, it's it's really neat. Yeah. And um, my son's actually into photography, and a lot of cool. a lot of photographers, one of them I talked to fairly early on in the podcast, Jacob Titus, he, oh, yeah. he started kind of like you, where he actually just started taking pictures with his phone and posting to Instagram, and then he got a professional camera. And I, I don't think photographers realize that, you know, photography is art. You know, some of the some of the stuff my son has done, I've gone back and looked at it, and I'm like, this is really, really good. Yeah. And the funny thing is, he went to IU, and he took some really good pictures at IU, and I went to an art fair in South Bend this summer, and and there was some it looked like exact reproductions of my son's stuff, but it's just somebody else taking the picture. Right. But you could tell it was this, they were in the same spot using the same type of camera, taking, taking the same picture. So that means this professional photographer and my son probably have probably the same eye for for stuff. So that was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I actually work for a uh, souvenir company in Michigan now. Okay. I started there back in March. Mm -hmm. And they do photography all over the state. They're known for their calendars Uh and souvenirs and everything. And um, that was kind of a a chance happening as well, that position. Um, And I also do, along with the IT, Mm -hmm. I I help in the uh, art and design. Oh, cool. So, you know. I've started editing, editing some photos and uh-huh. and doing some of that. That'll be, you know, like on mugs and calendars and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm kind of using both of the brains, sides of the brain there, too. Right, so it's right. Like, wow, where's, <laughs> where will I end up next with all of this? So yeah. it's really just kind of intriguing, you know, because, I mean, five, ten years ago, I, I, I wouldn't have imagined uh, doing anything that I've done in the past couple of years. Right. You know, I just thought, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a... a IT manager at a school or whatever, you know, that career path uh-huh. lands me. And then this uh, other stuff just started showing up out of the uh-huh. kind of, that's how I felt anyway. And I was just like, wow, this is really, I think this is kind of where my calling or passion is heading. So uh-huh. it's just, you know, kind of wows me. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's great that you found it young in life. Yeah. I, fu- I found mine later. <laughs> At least you found it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I found it. I wish, I wish I would have woke up a little bit earlier, but that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> so, let's talk a little bit about the writing thing because I know you've this is this is fairly recent for you, but you've you've gotten into it pretty heavy. And uh, t- tell me what you're doing. Uh, well, right now I'm I'm trying to 
write a novel. Mm-hmm. I mean, w- we went down to Tennessee in the summertime, and I filled up probably two notebooks full of just you uh-huh. know, stuff as we were driving. You know, I'd sit in the passenger seat and just write, 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 and all mm-hmm. this different stuff I had going on in my head. Mm-hmm. So once I transcribe all of that into the computer and <laughs> right. read all of my chicken scratches, I think it'll actually be then just a matter of sorting it out and, and finally self-publishing this novel that I've had in my head for, you know, forever. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually all started back in 2010. My family and I, we were in a car accident, so I was off work for a little while. And mm-hmm. I had this free time. I was, I don't know, I just picked up a pen and paper one day and just started writing all this stuff. Uh-huh. And I've still got the notebooks of, you know, just songs I've written. And mm-hmm. This kind of a, the original idea for the novel started back then, this detective uh, mystery kind of thing. So it started then, then I went back to work, and I kind of forgot all about it mm-hmm. for a while. And until kind of recently, or you know, I, I picked it back up again, and I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to start an Instagram account for it and, and just try to push myself to get my stuff out there yeah. and just... See what happens. I want I want a book of mine sitting on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, just I want to go do it. And I yeah. just want to try it. And so hopefully I can get that novel done here within the next six to eight months. That's and, great. You know, get that out there and, and keep chugging along with that. Uh-huh. And, I, and along with the novel, I've got some other ideas for like, you know, because being in IT, I've had a lot of management uh, managers that I've worked with. And, mm. you know, so there's a lot of good ideas that I've gotten from them and, and their leadership, and I want to combine that with my stuff and put that into a book as well. So I'll have, like, some kind of an IT-related book along right. with, like, a, a fiction novel. Uh-huh. Uh, so kind of a, again, kind that, of going to both sides yeah, of the brain. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's great. An IT book about how how to tell IT people how to talk to regular people right. would would be very beneficial. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, that's, that's the one thing I've always ran into. Well, I shouldn't say always because, I mean... Not always, but a large portion of IT, you know, they don't, I don't want to say they don't think about it, but a lot of them probably might not consider that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I want to say to my, to my grandma, you know, oh yeah, you should get a firewall with a, you know, <laughs> she's going to look at me and go, what, what are you talking about? So, right. I, you know, and I also write an article on, uh, called Computing Over Coffee. Oh, okay. Where I, I write for uh, the Decatur newspaper. And okay. It, it actually showed up in the Boom magazine down here uh-huh. uh, uh, for um, in September, where I try to put all of that technical mumbo-jumbo jargon uh-huh. into plain English that everybody can understand. Because, I mean, I really think that there's a kind of a gap there where, you know, if I go tell somebody, you need a... You need a, you know, antivirus and you need a firewall. You need to, you know, bump your connection up to a, a gig backbone and they're going right. to go, what? <laughs> what the heck did you just say? Right. So, I mean, you know, and I see that a lot over the years. Um, so, one of the things I like to do is put all of that into, you know, kind of plain English and and show people that, you know, here's how you can better understand that, you know, if we put it into normal jargon that mm. makes sense right because i mean i don't expect you know everybody to know what i'm you know um trying to work on or trying to right you know to to deal with so i mean i always try to put that into a better perspective because i used to work at a school for instance and, right you know the teachers they didn't care what i was doing they just wanted it to work yeah and but but on occasion they would ask so what's going on with that and i would you know try to say you know i put it in a in a better like if I said, okay, well, your your DLL files are all messed up, and I got to edit the registry uh-huh. and and 
reboot the server and they're going to go, what? Whatever. So I, you know, I at least try to say, well, there was an issue with, you know, some software, but we got this resolved now. So you're right. going to be okay. Because I don't expect everybody to know, you know, all those little technical terms. Because, I mean, you know. It doesn't matter. I mean, right. I don't. Ex- I don't expect them. They don't have to know that. I mean, that's just right. You know, my goal was always to try to just help them do their job um, in an easier and efficient manner. Right. You know, without having to worry about all the stuff that I was there to to take care mm-hmm. of and fix. So I, I I don't know. I just always kind of tried to put that in the back of my head. Yeah. Uh, you know, speak normal. <laughs> right. And I, I've done the same. And I, th- I think the important thing to remember is you're working on a computer or a server or a piece of hardware, but you're working for right. a human and you yeah. have to, you have to understand what their, their knowledge base is and, and be able, first of all, be able to communicate yeah. why there's a problem and communicate what the solution is yeah. and most importantly communicate how long it's going to take <laughs> to get the solution yeah. done because that's all they want to know <laughs> right <laughs> exactly yeah yeah that's great i was just so impressed with you when i when i found you on instagram and then i saw you doing the writing thing and it's great that you actually it, it's funny how you can make social media become kind of an accountability thing for you right because when you when you do that kind of thing and i told you i've kind of slacked off on my social media for the podcast and and it it affects it because mm-hmm. yeah. you know i get busy and i i don't do as much posting and stuff like that and i haven't done as much on instagram twitter facebook and all all, all the all the platforms i haven't i haven't hit as hard but and you really see results because if right. you don't if, if you don't put do your content then you don't uh get get any new listeners and the same for you if you if if you don't put content up then you're not going to get any new followers and you're also not putting the novel up in front. So, exactly. so that's, that, that, that's a good way to create accountability. Yeah. And I love your quotes, the, the Buck Laura quotes. I just, Thanks. I, I, <laughs> I'm always looking for them. I'm always scrolling. That's hilarious. What's yeah. Ed doing? I, I need to see a truck <laughs> and I need, I need to see uh, a Buck Laura quote. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, so what, what, what other ways do you do to wind down? You you've got to have some other hobbies. Writing and photography have, have been my kind of my thing, and mm-hmm. um, I'm also trying to figure out how to build a business eventually. So I'm okay. always trying to, you know, because I have a I have kind of three big interests: computer security, mm-hmm. um, writing, and photography. And I kind of want to build on those three, and somehow eventually take those into a business later on mm-hmm. and, and do some kind of a freelance kind of deal. But, uh, you know, those have been my three biggest passions, but mm-hmm. other hobbies, I would say, I, I like to be outside a lot. Okay. I own an acre and a half indicator. Okay. So, I mean, I always try That's to, nice. yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, you go home and you just sit outside and you, you, you just hear the birds and the mm-hmm. you got a little traffic here and there, but it just gives you time to just, you know, kind of decompress and think, and mm-hmm. just, you know, wander and, Right. So, I mean, whenever I can be outside, I like to do that. Uh huh. You know, just enjoy the, enjoy the little things. Right. You know? Right. You talk about uh, family. Are you are you a married man? Uh, not yet. We're engaged. Yet. Okay. My fiance Jessica. She's a teacher down in uh, 
in South Bend. Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, she works at Hamilton uh-huh. Elementary uh-huh. as a teacher. So we've been together since 2012. Okay. So she's been a big uh, uh, motivational person to me. And That's great. And, you know, we, we really have a lot of fun together. And, uh-huh. you know, whether we're laughing about something or, you know, whatever, it's just always a lot of fun. And, uh-huh. and I'm pretty, I'm very close to my folks, Tom and Missy. They, they live in Decatur. Too. Okay. Um, you know, and they, they've been a big... Um, yeah, I mean they 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 made me who I am today, and without that, I mean I, you know I, I don't know where I'd be. Right, I mean, right. You know I'm, I'm I'm you know they did a good job raising me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I can see that. I mean, I you know my interactions with you have just been just been great. You know, well, thank like you. I said, I was intrigued, I was impressed, and and it took me a long time to get you here, but we finally got it done yeah. and, and I'm really glad. And I think Jessica's uh, doing some art too as well. Yeah. yeah. She uh, actually for the company I work for, she's going to be doing like uh, they do mugs, like like mm-hmm. coffee mugs and souvenir mugs. So uh-huh. She's going to be helping out with some of the art for the sides of those. Uh-huh. Uh, they're talking about it like an adult coloring book of Michigan stuff. Uh-huh. She's, she's going to try to. Do those are big now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a craze. Yeah. I got to <laughs> get me one. Go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll be my next hobby. I'll yeah. Color. You'll call me up. Hey, Ed, what are you doing? I'm just coloring this, I'm coloring. this coloring book. That's funny. Yeah, she's, she, her art is amazing. I mean, her whole family seems to have that knack. Like her dad was a painter and, and she's got this, um, this custom of hers. I mean, you look at his stuff and he's, it's like, he's like a Bob Ross. I mean, uh-huh. the, the way he paints. And I mean, it just amazes me. I mean, I walked into another cousin of hers house who had one of his pieces on the wall, mm-hmm. and it almost looked like a Thomas Kincaid. And I thought, where'd you get this? And they said, oh, well, Lee painted that. And I thought, oh, wow. my gosh, that just blew my mind. Yeah. It was just beautiful. I'm so intrigued by artists because I I just don't have it. Yeah. And same, we talked about music. I'm intrigued by musicians, yeah. and I don't have it there either. But it, it I, I think it makes you a really pure fan when you don't have any any preconceived notions on how somebody's playing guitars or, right. or how somebody's painting. You can just really just look at it yeah. and be in the moment. And and I I I've gotten um, so enamored with you know local artists and local musicians because of that. And it, the the work you have to put in to be good is yeah. is amazing and i i i i tip my hat to all of those all those folks that can do that that yeah. have that eye and that can that have the vision to take it and put it on a canvas or take a take a great photo or something like that i just i i don't have it but i sure do appreciate it yeah, <laughs> yeah it's really a unique thing i mean i i guess we're all just kind of we all, I, th- I think we're all just born with some kind of a art or craft built into us we uh-huh. just, you know we, we, and we all find it throughout life i think right right you know so it's just kind of interesting how it just shows up one day and right you know all of a sudden you're doing something new or different right it's, right it's, it's cool I've had people tell me that my podcast is a form of art yeah i i, I still haven't bought into that yet <laughs> i'm just talking <laughs> No, I, I think it is. I mean, I'm pretty good at finding the right people to talk to because right. I, I've had every interview I do, I come out of it just with a another nugget 
and yeah. and something that makes my life a little bit better. And I think if yeah. man, if somebody listens to this and they get something out of it, then may you know may maybe that validates it. Yeah, and I I really hope so because yeah. it's uh it, it's it's. I, I call it my midlife crisis, but uh, <laughs> it's it's really been a lot more than I expected because I've you know I've met I, I just meet cool people and you know I th- they just become my friends and yeah. you know exp- expanding that friend circle is always a good thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it really is too. Yeah. What's what's next as far as are you looking at any more art installations or or. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get my feelers out there for different mm-hmm. places. I actually uh, got a few things for sale at this uh, it's a place in Niles called Riley's Recycled Relics. Okay. It's like this vintage antique shop. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, I walked in there, gosh, I don't know, probably seven, eight months ago, and all she had all this stuff in there. I walked in for the first time, and, and she had all this vintage, you know, so you had some signs mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, just different stuff. And I thought, man, this is what I like. I always like. I always had an eye for that, you know, the, the old tobacco cans and the coffee cans and the signs and just a lot of the old stuff. I collect a lot of the old stuff uh-huh. too. So that's kind of, you know, why I walked in and I, her and I were talking and I, you know, I said, I'm, I take pictures of old trucks you mm-hmm. know, and, and I actually, uh, wow. Probably two weeks ago, I stopped in there again. I said, "Hey, do you remember me?" Mm-hmm. I, I had a few pictures in my hand. I said, "What do you th- What do you think about putting these in your store?" And she thought, "Yeah, that'd be a great idea." And uh-huh. So she she's got them in there now. And I thought, you know, I walked out and I thought, "Wait a minute, my stuff's <laughs> actually in a store now. What the heck did I just do?" Right. <laughs> it just I don't know. It just kind of happens, and, uh-huh. and I I just you know I reflect on that a lot, and I think I, I you know if you would have said to me three years ago. You know, any of this would have came about. I would have thought, well, I don't know. Yeah, it just kind of. Yeah, I, I just kind of takes you down whatever path you're you're meant to. Yeah, be and, yeah, and it's just fun. So, but yeah, pushes I, you out of your comfort zone a little bit, and it really does. That's exciting. Yeah, because I'm like an introverted, quiet person. Yeah, and so then, am I. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and it's just it's just weird. I mean, you step out in these zones and you just do these things, and yeah, you know, I mean, it's. You know, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah. But it's awesome at the same time. It, it really opens you to different experiences uh-huh. and, and just things that you wouldn't have never thought about doing. Like a podcast. Yeah. If you would have asked me six months ago about a podcast, yeah. I, would, I would have said, no, I, <laughs> no thanks. I don't think I'll talk to anybody right now. Right, right. I mean, not that I'm snotty. It's just I have a hard time with a lot of people around. Yeah. And I and I like to just, you know, kind of just think to myself. Yeah. And, but I mean, it's really interesting how yeah. how I kind of branch out and, and yeah, being an introspective person is it, it's 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 a kind of a hard life because you you don't want to you don't really want to be the center of attention and right. you d- like you I'm I'm not I've never been good with crowds but I force myself into it and just do it right and it's it's very difficult to get out of that and you're you're watching everything that's going on but you're not really engaging and it's 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 tough but the fun part is is just breaking out of that and and going out and saying hey yeah 
I got I got these great pictures. You ought to put them up for sale. And <laughs> exactly. and man, you're sweating and your uh, the adrenaline's flowing. And yeah. then they say yes, and everything's great. Right. So yeah, it's you don't you don't know what you can do until you do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the main thing. Yeah, and I mean, I've always had a passion for you know for helping people and 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 trying to make their whatever they're doing easier. And I think that's really helped me in my career as an IT. Because, I mean, most of my career, I've been the one on the front lines. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody say, hey, my computer's down or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. I'm the one there fixing it for them. And I think that's, you know, so over the years, I've kind of built on my people skills Uh and, and interactions a lot more through that. I mean, I've always been easy to talk to. But you don't hear me much. Right. I just, right. I'm, I'm a better listener than a talker. Uh-huh. So, you know, having those different positions in my, in my career over time has really helped me say, Hey, how are you? And, and cause I'm, I'm genuine and I like to, I just care about people in general. Mm. If I can, you know, help them in any certain way or, you know, lend advice or mm. you know, ear to listen to, then, you know, I think that's really helped me, right. you know, branch out a little more as well. So. Right. And I think your story here will probably help people. Yeah, I hope so. People like us that, <laughs> That's that, right. that, that still need to still need to find that uh, gumption to get out there and right. talk to people and do the yeah. thing. Yeah, do 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 what makes you happy. Yeah. Um, so if people are looking for you on different social media platforms, I know you're on Instagram as Rusty Truck Photography. Correct. And the pages I write. Yeah. And on Facebook, Rusty Truck Photography. Correct. And you've got a Facebook for the Buck Lorick thing too, yeah, right? The What's Mar- that? It's called the Marshall's Office. The Marshall's Office. Yeah. Great. Kinda I'm looking like, forward to that. Yeah, it's kind of like the old Western feel uh-huh. using my name. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually started that page a long time ago as like a, because I, I thought I wanted to launch like a computer repair business. Uh-huh. So I started, okay, I thought the Marshall's Office, computer repair, uh-huh. one, one, like wanted sick computers uh-huh. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I had that sitting there, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to try something. So I turned it into this whole writing page. I don't post a, a ton on there yet, mm-hmm. but I try to at least, you know, get a little something out there. But, right. You know, so yeah, on Facebook, Rusty Truck Photography. Uh, I I built a blog for my photography. It's myrustytruck.com. Okay. So there's that I'm still trying to build out and, and work on. And, yeah. And uh, it's got to be kind of an adventure finding some of those. Yeah, so that, that really gives you is. stuff to write about. <laughs> yeah. And I'm hoping to have a like a photography uh, book out. I, my idea was I'll call it Got Rust, Will Travel. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. and, and kind of document some of the places I've wandered to and the uh-huh. things I've found. That's great. So, yeah. I've, I've, for my uh, article, Computing Over Coffee, that's on Facebook too. Okay. Hopefully I'll be able to build that out some more and, uh-huh. and kind of, you know, give people some computer advice that's in plain English. Right, right. And, you know, make it fun and helpful. So. Right, right. I think you and I could probably sit down and just talk about IT stuff oh, sometime. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we we may do a separate podcast yeah, on that. There we go. That's one of my ideas because I've been working in IT for a long time and just having a discussion in some plain English about the stuff that's the, that is important to computer users and, yeah. and the, the security aspect is 
just incredibly important right now because yeah. there's a lot of people that want your information now and they also want to encrypt your files and re yeah. require a ransom <laughs> right it's it's getting it's scary it's, yeah, yeah it's getting to the point where you really need to to take measures to protect yourself yeah and i i've been i've been um i've been doing some speaking engagements because oh. uh the number of computers that we're coming in that are coming into our place with ransomware is just growing all the time and i'm trying to tell people you know this is who's doing it and this is why they're doing it and this is the only thing you can do to protect yourself and yeah. and that's to plug in a drive and do a backup and then <laughs> unplug that drive every day yeah because that's the only keep it somewhere safe yeah that's men make, make sure you make copies of that drive yeah right? that's <laughs> the only salvation yeah and, and i've also found that you can still use uh like OneDrive and google drive but you have to do a manual sync and yeah. then you have to break that connection so that those files don't get encrypted. So it's, yeah, it's, it, it's, it, it's unfortunate we have to take those measures to stay safe, but yeah. it's the same thing. You know, the internet's become just like the wild west and you gotta, you, you gotta protect yourself. And yeah. That's that's important. Well, Ed, it was really great having you here. It's nice My to finally pleasure, meet yeah. you in person. Yeah, exchange a lot of messages and <laughs> all sure. that, it's and and I appreciate you making the drive out here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and maybe we'll talk again about IT and and when when the book comes out. Yeah, <laughs> be very exciting. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, so. thanks a lot, Ed. Yeah, thanks. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.